Welcome back to another episode of Don't Get This Twisted. I am the professor, along with my always co-host, Miss Tina. How you doing, Tina? Hey, professor. How are you? Oh, just peach keen. You know, <laughs> another day, another dollar, as always. We are going to get jump into this conversation quite quickly today because we were talking the other day personally about some things and something came up that really kind of bothered me. And it's fatherless homes. Um, it's an epidemic in this country, um, probably all over the world, but in this country, it's a huge epidemic and it's a crisis, I, I would almost say. Um, but I got some stats because, you know, me, I like to start with the stats so we can kind of jump into our our opinions. In uh, 18.3 million children, one in four live without a biological step or adoptive father in their home. Wow. Okay. So one in four people the, there is a father factor. It's it, it goes along every race. This, so this isn't the statistics I'm giving you are not racially. This is period. How homes with no father, regardless right. of race, regardless of gender, anything. This is just what will happen to you. If you're a child raised in a fatherless home, the first one is your four times greater risk of poverty. Wow. Which is pretty crazy from the female side. You're seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen. Seven times, seven times with no father in your house. Damn. Which I think is high either way. Um, I, I can't say because I have a, I mean, I do, I raised two daughters, but they both didn't leave the home. And, and my ex-wife was kind of a tyrant. She was really on them. Mm-hmm. E- e- even when um, my oldest decided she left at 17, but, she, and she moved in with her boyfriend. Um because she was having issues with mom. She ended up getting married to him, you know, joining the military and they had a baby like years later. Nice. So we did, we did, we did okay. But seven times I think is, is a lot. That's, that's a lot. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Um, here's another one. You're more likely to have um, behavioral problems. Really? Mm-hmm. And, and being the man, I, I, I will come off, I'm sure, sounding horribly misogynistic, but I think that men have, you know, rule with an iron fist yes, or are a little more authoritative. Um, yes. Than, than moms. Don't get me wrong. There are, there are some moms that are crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. But I do think that, that even the mom um, of the house may push dad to be the authority figure. Yeah, because we're scarier, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, you're more likely to face abuse or neglect. Yeah, I believe that. Um, 
the your two times greater risk of infant mortality. So you so uh, um, that child is two times greater risk of dying in the house with no father there. Wow. I, I would love to know why uh, the, yeah. these, these statistics don't give, um, give reasons. That. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of a weird one. This one um, we had a show um, not um, before that we were talking about addiction, more likely to abuse drugs or alcohol with no mm-hmm. father in the house. Um, and I just think that, and, and I'll give you the man side of it. I think as a boy, um, you, you just tower over mom and mom doesn't maybe feel that she can control a young man. Mm-hmm. How do you, I mean, even as a man, you know, I don't want to fist fight my kid. Right. You just don't, you, you don't want to get to that. I think though, I remember my dad and my brother having a, a, t- <laughs> a test of wills and, uh, and I think that they both needed it. They both needed to say, okay, my son can't be punished the way I was once punishing him because he's going to kick my ass. Sure. And my, and my, my, for my brother, it was more, yeah, we're just not going to go into that kind of crazy. Cause it was a lot for everybody. <laughs> like they both, they both had, but they had to go through that. They had to assert their dominance and then figure out it wasn't the way they needed to be and then stop. <laughs> I, I will tell you, I'm much larger than my father. Yeah. By a lot. And I was scared shitless of my dad. He, oh yeah. He, he worked for the state of California. He was a heavy equipment operator and he had these hands that were like vices. <laughs> and, and, and I knew that if I, if he ever grabbed a hold of me, I was done. I was done for yeah. um, even as, and, and I'm talking as an 18 year old man or young man, I was scared shitless of him. Yeah. And, and, and I, and, and then maybe that a lot of that had to do with respect because I lived with my dad. I come mm-hmm. from a divorced family and my dad, and I would never say he ruled with an iron fist. He just, he had a way that he wanted and it was his dad's way. <laughs> and, you know, my dad was beaten with a switch. I never yeah. had to worry about getting beat with a switch. So th- there is something to that, but I was scared. So um, there is something to that, I think with, and with drugs and alcohol, how is a little itty bitty mom going to tell her, you know, six foot three son, <laughs> you need to put the alcohol down. Right. It, it, it's hard. Here, Here's the scary one that I think is really scary is you're more likely to go to prison. What? Yeah. You're more likely to go to prison. And I think um, I don't have the statistic on this one, but we, I'll try to find it. Maybe there is a percentage that of men and women in prison, it's, significantly higher of the people who are there don't have fathers in their life. It's, it's really high. I'll, I'll try to find that as we go. Um, It's crazy. Here's, here's one that I didn't know. You're two times more likely to suffer obesity. Interesting. That's, I don't know why I, I would, I would like, I wonder maybe just, maybe it has to do with, with mom not making enough money and you end up eating shittier food and maybe if you have two incomes you don't i I don't know mom's not there you're making your own food 
Uh, could be yeah, a lot that, of reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that that could be because that that one I I don't understand, but um, could be a, emotional eating or bored eating because there's nobody there with them. Could that, be a lot that, of things. Yes, that that is yeah, a lot of latchkey kids probably. Mm-hmm. Um, you're more likely to commit crime. Yeah. And I think that that goes along with with you know how's mom going to say anything about a curfew? Uh, just tell you to fuck off. She's at work. She's not going to. Yeah. Or even if you are, I'll just tell you no. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Right. You know, if you're if you're if you're in a place where gang activity is high, you're going to go run wild with the boys, and you're going to come home whenever you want, and you're you know. You're going to do the next thing, which is the last one on my list. You're you're two times more likely to drop out of high school. Yeah. And I think that those are so those subjects that we just talked about, I think, are a, a, the downfall of of a lot of children that mm-hmm. mostly keeping dad away. I think, look, uh, and the nuclear family works uh, in, in most cases. Right. Um, having a father and a mom in the same household, it generally helps any child because you have, you're getting both sides of, of those. You have the nurturing and usual mom and you have the authority and dad. And then if you flip that to the daughter, I think you flip them back and forth. You, you have mom who might be the authority and you have daddy's little girl who's, you know, leaning on dad and dad's giving that. Yeah. When you take that out, what do you think happens? Your opinion, like, obviously we have these statistics. You, you don't come from that. So you're lucky. You know. I, I grew up with a dad, but none of my friends had dads. So I found that everybody kind of made my dad theirs, you know, cause they were safe there and they felt mm-hmm. like dad would treat us all the same. You know, I was definitely his daughter, but when the kids are around, he treated us all the same. He gave us all the same love. He gave us all the same crap shit. when we were doing something wrong. <laughs> What's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gave you all the same shit. Yes. Yes. He, you know, so uh, he was pretty um, across the board fair about it. You know, he's like, yeah, all a bunch of little assholes, knock it off. You know, right. it, 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 everybody that was there was loved and nurtured and taught respect and, you know, just, well taken care of. So thankfully I come from that place, but I, I realized in dealing with all of my friends, most of the women that I am friends with don't have a father that was in their home and they're not nearly as confident as they should be, or I think they, they should Mm be. Um, They, they look for love in the wrong places. I mean, come on, we all do to some degree at some time, but like, I mean, a, a lifetime of making those mistakes are really hard. You know, I, because I had good men in my life, I had a really good uh, relationship with my ex, like outside of the, you know, the fact that we're getting divorced, we could be good friends to each other. I, I learned how to find good people, how to find good men, where I hear most of my friends say, there's no good men out here. I'm like, oh my God, the most of ones I know are like great people. So I right. think it, yeah, I, I, I think that having my father made me learn, or actually I just learned what a good person was and how to be, or, you know, 
how to be um, appreciative of them. So I had good men in my life. Yeah, I think that, you know, Hollywood is made joke in light of that, of obviously guys going after girls who didn't have a dad in their life because they're seeking one. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been around girls like that, at least not that I know of, like that I think had daddy issues because I don't think that I've been around that. But I have heard, obviously, from people who obviously have some kind of dad issues. It, it, it's I think the author the authoritarian part is one thing, but a dad's love to their daughter and and vice versa, moms to their son are different kinds of love you're you're mm-hmm. looking you're looking at at least i look at it differently um i had to play both so for me it's different i took my my son at six and i had to play both mom and dad and and i think moms have to do that as well that that are that don't have a father in their life and i mean one that left mm-hmm. like i'm not talking about one that that mom shuns which is a whole other issue we can talk about you know, mm-hmm. if you're in a, a household that that dad wants to be in their child's life and you're using that child as a pawn or or keeping him out because, well, you know, he did this or he did that or he ain't paid me or this. You, you're doing nothing but perpetuating the things that we just talked about and doing a disservice you know. to your own child. Oh, for sure. I mean they need both of them, whether it's from a divorce family or if you're in the nuclear family and they're both there. Mm-hmm. But, but with these statistics that we read earlier, it, it, it's almost shocking to me. Some of them that, you know, and I, I wish I had percentages cause I, the site that I looked up didn't have that, but you know, more likely to go to prison and commit a crime. This is across, across, across races. So we're not even talking about, you know, one or the other. We're talking about period. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it's, it's obviously there's something missing from the households. And I, and I wish that, that um, I knew somebody who could help me with this, like a, you know, a science that, that knows more about this. And we, and we may even have to start looking into like guests that we're having, like we talked about earlier someone someone to come in and, and that might have a, a better answer for us to, to help with our opinion. Cause after reading these stats, I mean, how you could keep a father away is beyond me. Well, you know, we should look at that too, because there's a lot of fathers that should not be around their children. Oh, without a doubt. You know, they're just a complete schmo. I'll just say that. No, I don't even know what sure. to say there. Um, you know, I okay here's here is the daughter that grew up having a dad that that told me how it was you don't lay down with a guy that that's a complete worthless piece of crap and think that you're gonna have a kid that's happy in your house you don't you don't make babies with thugs you don't make babies with losers drug addicts you just don't you you have to raise the bar being a woman as to who you're going to let inside your body for one and, and, and create, if you're going to create life, like pick somebody that's got some worthy traits because kids need 
a father and men will rise to the occasion. Ladies, if women stop spreading their legs for every piece of crap that comes into their life and they start expecting more out of a man, if a man wants you bad enough, he's going to do that. And that's what rises you know, it, it raises the vibe. It raises everything so that kids have a chance and so that people do stick it out. And so that you're not sitting at home saying that, oh, I can't have a life because I got to take care of all these kids. Well, what were you doing laying down with the dogs? You know? Yeah, sure. It, I mean, we all hope we pick the right mate. I mean, and we're not, and, and I, again, we, one night stands can, can be a part of these statistics that we're talking about. Right. But again, if you, if you have enough respect for yourself and you demand that that's your base level of respect and what you want, you're going to find better mates, going to make better choices. You're going to have better situations so that when you do have children, they're not having to deal with these statistics because the men will be around whether or not you stay in the relationships, one thing, but if, if a man is expected to be a certain way, he will rise to the occasion, you know, just, Pick somebody that cares and sure. let him do it and let him do it. So, so I have a couple of actual percentages that I found uh, some okay. of the things we talked about earlier. Here's a staggering one. 92% of parents that are in prison are without fathers. So if you came, uh, I'm sorry, uh, prisoners, 92% are fatherless. So out of the ones that are in there, 92% didn't grow up with a father that are in prison right now. That doesn't even make sense to me. That's staggering. That's wow. I mean, out of control. Um, here's one for you. <laughs> That's another kind of scary one. 279% uh, I'm sorry. Individuals from fatherless homes are 279% more likely to carry guns deal drugs than peers with fathers. Oh my that's, gosh. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's wow. That's pretty crazy. Um, the one we were talking about earlier, I guess um, with the infant deaths, an infant death within the first 28 days of life is four times higher for those in homes with absent fathers within the first 28 days. Well, that makes sense with, with women having postpartum and different sure. things like that. And, or just, again, not being able to be there in the capacity they need to be because they have to go to work or God, there's so many reasons for that. Oh, yeah. And when you have two parents that could wake up in the middle of the night instead of one, there's there. Yes. There's some pretty crazy things. Um, yeah. Children living without their father in the home are 47% more likely to live in poverty. Unbelievable. But That's yeah, cool. it makes sense. It, it, makes it sense. does. But to me, it's still, I mean, that's half, almost half yeah. are going to live in poverty without a dad. And, and again, I think that that, of course, two incomes are going to help anyone raise above the poverty line. But it's, but it's, it's, it's not crazy. just their money, though. It's two set of hands. It's two people's views and opinions. And it's two people working together. It's two people, um, you know, basically showing a child how to be, raising a child, doing all the things that needs to be done. Like, 
I don't think we give men enough importance in in the family to begin with. And and as a dad, definitely, I'm so tired of hearing women say, I, they don't need a dad, they got me. No, they really do. They do, and they need a mom. And, and I'll be the first to tell you that. Agreed. There's, yeah. there's things that I can't do, period. Absolutely. You know, as much, no matter how much empathy that I have, mm-hmm. I, I don't have whatever that spark of DNA that you have as a woman that, right. that to raise a, or to love a child. It's different. It's just a different kind of love. And, and I think you're right. I think we, we have to start getting away from the, the blame mentality. You know, mm-hmm. they, they don't need this. They don't need that. I'm good enough. My mom watches the kids. She does, you know, and then the dad who's just going, uh, I just want to see my kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I just want to pick them up. And, and I'm, I'm a believer of 50, 50. Mm-hmm. If, and I mean a true 50, 50, like leaving the house, going and staying for a week. And, and again, you better be man enough to understand that your mama don't watch the kids. You take the kids, you take them to school, you feed them, shower them, be a man. Yeah. Cause if you're, cause if you're not going to be a father, you know, and I hate to say, don't be one, but you know, you, you have to be a better father, you know, take the kids and, and, and be that dad. And it's, it's okay to do that. Like you don't and spend the time, literally spend the time with the child, not on the phones, not, you know, at a, at a Disneyland, like just spend some time hanging out. Oh, that that's, that's one of my, uh, I have a friend who, who had some daddy issues with the ex. He wasn't a bad dad, but there was a few things that, you know, obviously had some issues with and, and she would always say that he was nothing but a Disneyland dad. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that is a thing, you know, you you can't always be the person doing the fun stuff. Well, you know, I think that's hard too, because women get divorced, they screw over the man, the man can't afford to live in a place on his own. So he has to live is a roommate or with his own parents or family members. And so in order to spend time with his, with their kids, he's got to take them somewhere. He can't be at home. He can't, you know, so there's, I'm not saying that I look, I think men get a bad rap a lot of the time. And, and uh, you know, the, even the Disneyland data, I get it. You know, you take your kids somewhere where, you know, they're going to have fun. You're going to have a good time every time. And then, you take them home, but at least you had the good memories. But but man, if I didn't have my dad taking me to the store to buy clothes, because me and my mom could not go anywhere and buy anything for me (laughs) or, or, you know, teaching me how to drive or teaching me the Lord's prayer in two, uh, in two blocks on my way to catechism, like dads do these crazy things that mom's just they don't think the same way they they don't do those things you know uh even even teaching them exercises and and going out and and getting dirty in in the yard like those are things that most of the time men are the ones that teach mm-hmm. the children to do uh play sports oh my gosh 
to see men and their kids play sports. That is the sexiest thing I've ever seen because they're so into that kid and having fun. And, you know, kids need all that. They just need all that stuff. I I agree. I think there are at the end of the day, uh, I'm there's, there's always going to be something that each parent teaches their child. Absolutely. Um, And, and again, not to say that, that each of them can't because I think they can look a mom can be a mom and raise a great child and, and not be one of these statistics. Absolutely. But if you look at the sheer numbers of these statistics, it's obviously wrong to say that a woman can do it all. Um, and, and vice versa. I'm sure that there's statistics, a uh, household without a mom, there's issues as well. I just think that the nuclear family is being broken up with, with younger women who get pregnant and then decide to keep the baby and the daddy just goes away. Yeah. And, and they're, you know, deadbeat dads are, are a real thing that don't get me wrong. I'm, but I think that we, we need to, as a society to find a way to keep the parents, whether they're together or not, we need to keep both of these parents in a child's life, obviously, and, support that. and obviously better in the same household because it works. Mm-hmm. It, it just does it, to have both of these parents in the same household with the same um, mentality and the same morality, trying to raise this child in the same way that they both believe in will do nothing but that, but make a, a better child. Listen, I remember when I was growing up, my mom dealing with us as like older teenagers, she was going through menopause. You don't think she was going crazy just hearing our topics of conversation. She needed dad just to break it up for us. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) You imagine going through menopause with these children that aren't children anymore and they've got all these real big issues and they're not that old and they're trying to navigate through it like, I'm so grateful for my dad in, in those ways, because I don't know how we would have gotten through it. Our, our mom was kind of crazy at, at, you know, at times because of the menopause. <laughs> right. Uh, and again, Thank you, dad, I th- for keeping us alive. <laughs> I think, and, and you had both you and your brother in the same household. So now you have yes. two different sexes with two different problems, doing two different things and two different ages. And the foster kids and the, yeah. the and the aunt coming off. <laughs> right. So, but, but what I'm saying is I think that there's, you know, you both parents had to deal with two different, you know, two different problems with two different kids and, and at two different ages. Cause yes. you know, at, at one point you were in high school and he wasn't right. So then you have, you're looking to do way different things than he was. You know, like I have an older brother who's six years older than me. You know, he was out gallivanting around going to concerts. I was playing with GI Joe. Yeah. Like we're, we were, we're two totally different people. Like, and and I don't, I don't have um, the same uh, memories growing up with my brother that a lot of people do who are closer. Cause obviously Mm -hmm. we, we have more in common now as being fathers you know, that kind of thing now than we did when I was younger. But my dad, you know, kept the glue together for two young men and, and kept us on the right path. Mm -hmm. I think that's missing 
my question to you as part of this little experiment that we call don't get this twisted what can we what do you think we can do to fix this problem because it's obviously it's a problem based on these these statistics my my view on things is a little different because you know, growing up, I grew up with a lot of family and, and we were always taught that it takes a village to raise a child. So I think that as people, as neighbors, as friends, as, you know, just anybody that sees a kid around, get involved, like talk to them, hang out with them, like share stuff with them. I think that as people, we don't take enough time and spend with kids just relating with them. Um, I know that when I was growing up, my dad used to go into the friends. We used to have friends that the kids lived in, like the garage was made into two bedrooms. So the older boys stayed in there and my dad would go knock on the door. Hey guys, how's it going? And they'd invite them in and they were in bands. So they'd play songs for my dad and they, my dad would sit and listen to everything they had to say. And they'd talk for hours and, and they have the best memories of my dad and, and my dad's like, I didn't realize I was doing anything for anybody. I just wanted to hear how the kids were, <laughs> but right. it, it filled a void. So, so, okay. So a male figure in someone's life, you think is if you, if father's not going to be there or can't be there or isn't a, a, a positive male role model. Absolutely. I, when I was born, my dad was in Vietnam. I didn't have my dad with me for a couple months, but I had my, my uncle that was my dad's brother and then my dad's best friend. And they didn't leave my side until my dad came home that, you know, to this day, they're still that close with me. They took a position in my life to be something to me that they didn't need to be, you know, one's not even related, but I got to tell you those men, I love the hell out of them because they always made sure to be my tribe you know they they're the, my village they they were always there for me uh, i have a, fr a close friend of mine who um has a an older son whose dad is in his life but probably isn't in the greatest and and i do my best to to make sure that he's doing okay or that if he needs a place to hang out he he can come and hang out and I, I'm trying to be a positive role model, male role model in his life because he, I don't think he has what he's craving for. I think that's the bigger thing. And yeah, and I do it out because this is my friend's son and he's a good kid. He is, he's, he's kind of gone down a road where he got into some trouble and I'm, and I keep always trying to reel him back in because it, it's important to have a positive real, uh, male role model in your life. Whether if it's your dad, if hopefully they're in your life, and if they're not, someone else needs to try to fill that role. If not, these statistics are going to get nothing but worse. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take a lot to fill a void. Like it really doesn't. It just takes a little time, a little compassion, a little attention, and and just you know being you and sharing experiences. Like kids really do dig that. And, and it's so necessary. It is so necessary. I remember one of my friends didn't have a dad and that's all he craved. And he used to, he used to force my dad to get in the pool with us. And then he would wrestle the shit out of him and like always just, you know, like a monkey on my dad's back. And my dad would 
dunk him and dunk him like to try to wear this kid out. The kid loved it. The more my dad did it, the more the kid did it. And at the, at, at the end of the day, my dad was like, my God, this kid wouldn't leave me the hell alone. Now, fast forward that to now, that same friend goes, man, your dad saved my life. He, he loved on me and he, he was there for me. And he, he taught me how to be a man. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, you don't understand what you did to him, but he said it didn't matter because what it did for him yeah, it's all that made him a better person. Yeah. Sure. And, and I think that's what we would, as a man, at least how I look at it, that's, that's our job. Our, our job is to, to try to make better people, whether yeah. you have a daughter or you have a son. Um, in my case, I have kind of both. I, I have stepdaughters that, that I still see as my daughters. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that uh, I, I hope they know they can lean on me in any type of need if they're having a problem. And my son as well. I mean, my son's in the same household with me still. And I, I still ask him how he's doing just to see where he's at. And he knows he can communicate with me. And we've had our, our, you know, all out yell fights and, and him saying that he didn't feel like I treated him right or this or that communication is key. Uh, uh, a father's relationship with his children is no different than a husband's to the wife. You, mm-hmm. you have to communicate. And with children, sometimes I think that there's a, uh, a much longer bridge because they always feel like they have to keep things tight to the chest. And I, I've done my best because of being a single parent, uh, me and my son talk pretty openly about a lot of different things. That's how I'm trying to be with my friend's son that, like, I, 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 I want him to be able to come to me and say, look, I'm having problems with this. I'll text him out of nowhere. I'll probably text him after, after we do this, just to see how he's doing. Yeah. Just to check in because if, if I know mom does, but I don't know if dad does. And, and just to know that someone gives a shit about you would, would stop a lot of these statistics from growing, growing higher and higher. Listen, we all need people in our lives. It's amazing the lessons that I've been, that I've had to learn in my life and the person who helped me get through them. And oftentimes it wasn't my parents, but the the cool thing about my parents is they always had good people in my life. So I could either learn from them, grow from them, ask them questions, um, follow their lead. I was fortunate for that. I did have, I did have a huge village that was very gracious in how they were with me. But again, I was also the the type of kid too, that liked being around people and would put time into them. So we need to teach kids how to communicate and how to be around adults. And, and then we got to start, you know, helping them out and just being cool with them. It doesn't take anything, just time, just a little time. I think that those are all exact, you know, you nailed those pretty hard. My, my only other thing that I would probably say coming out of this is on the other side, if you're a single mom that has a father, uh, a baby's daddy that wants to be in that child's life. And I mean, wholeheartedly, you know, they want to be a dad. Please do not keep them away from your child. And we're talking healthy men, not, yes, not people I'm that talking, are addicts and messed up. We're talking correct. healthy I, men. Yeah. 
I'm talking about a, a man who um, is going to take the responsibility to be a good father. And, and you know it. I mean, and again, just because they, uh, again, the, the child support part or the legal part is always going to interrupt with a good father or, you know, having a, some kind of thing. Cause the first time someone doesn't pay child support, they try to hold the child ransom. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. Please, please do whatever you can to make sure that they have a man in their life. It's important. I mean, these statistics show that it is. And if you think that it's not, you're wrong. Statistically speaking, I'm telling you everything that I've read to you today is fact. This is off government websites. These are statistics that are true along the board, whether your race, religion, color, creed, any of this, it's, this is, this is just not having a father in the house. It's, it's important. And I think that, like I said, being a dad, uh, I'm going to do my best to continue to raise my son the best I can to, if my daughters need help, if I can help another child who's having problems, that's in, that's, um, that needs a man in his life. I want to help because we need to build better children, whether they're daughters or sons going forward. Better people for sure. Yeah. It's important because if we don't, we're, we're going to lose connection with um, morality and, and what we're doing. Morals are big, whether you're a religious morality or the golden rule morality, they walk hand in hand. And if we don't teach our kids how to be better people, they're just going to be assholes. And those assholes are going to have bad things happen to them. And they're going to end up statistics like we've been talking about. So you, if you need to bridge the gap with your child, being a father that's been absent, you know, get in their life. It's okay. Like fight for it because if you don't fight for it, you're, you're going to regret it later in life. And I think that as a parent, you have to fight for your child's um, relationship because I've had issues with my son. I mean, good ones to where he wanted to leave the house and this and that. And I don't want him to, I want him to be a better man, but he has to understand that life isn't easy. And once we all get on that same page, we'll all be better because I don't want him to be one of these statistics. Thankfully he's already 18. So I think most of these statistics I've probably already passed up, Mm -hmm. but they're still prison and, you know, and, and being a criminal and being involved in drugs and, there's still these other ones that are still there. I got him out of high school. So I've got one off the list. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's not in poverty. I got that one off the list, but you know, and he he didn't get anyone pregnant, but he's still a teenager. So heaven forbid, let's hope I don't want to be a grandpa yet. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But I, I, I think that from these statistics, we, we have shown that, dads are important in their lives. Stop keeping people who are good people who want to be fathers out of their kids' lives because you're doing nothing but hurting them long run. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I don't know what I would have done not having a dad around, but I would have been a lot of messed up. Yeah. I mean, you're lucky teen. You, you've had, you had both of them there and that's important. And, and I, my mom was in my life, so I'm not, I don't want to say that that wasn't, I just happened to live with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I just talked to my mom not too long ago about it. And she was like, she even told me that like, she was glad that my dad raised us because a man raised two boys to become two men. Mm-hmm. And it, she, she actually even told me that she didn't think she could have done that good of a job. Oh, wow. And, and that's, 
and that says a lot about my mom. Like she knows that my dad was a good father figure that he was going to make sure that his sons didn't fall off the rails and go anywhere because my mom's a little tiny lady. Mm-hmm. Both me and my brother would have dwarfed her and probably just told, <laughs> would have told her, no, like, we're just going to do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Both me and my brother knew my dad would whoop our ass without even yeah. blinking. Yeah. So there was that fear. And, and, and like I said, I, I love my mom to death and I would never say anything bad about her because I think she, she did let us make the decision to stay with our dad and he, and he raised two good men. We're both got jobs. We both have a family and raised our kids and, and blah, blah, blah. But I hope, I hope that other people out there are listening to this show who, who might be in a single parent relationship as a mother and do nothing but talk shit about their ex-husband and their baby daddy. And he does this and he does this and that and this, and you're, you're, all you're doing is, is making it worse let them have a relationship with their, uh, with their child. It's important. I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't have my son to raise. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a big deal. So I don't know. I, this was kind of a, a, a big deal show to me because I know, I know some, some dads who have, have got the short end of the stick when it came to that. And moms are still keeping their children away from them and they're older teenagers now and they're still like oh he did this and he did that and it's sad and and i don't want that for anyone i i just want i want even if you don't get along with your ex make it make it suitable enough to make sure that they're both in each other's lives if you're a man don't shit on your ex you're a woman don't shit on your ex because all you're doing <laughs> is at the end of the day, those kids are going to realize who is who mm-hmm. if you're both good, they're just going to realize they have two good parents that just happen to not be together. Yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing. So from that, I, I will say, I, I think I wrapped it up uh, in my bow. Do you have anything uh, at the end of this to say? Uh, no, I think you pretty much said it. Um, yeah, men stay involved, fight for what you need to fight for, do what you got to do, help raise your kids because they need it. Awesome. Please, please, please. And on that, I'll, I'll let you, uh, give your end, end of the, end of the speech podcast that, uh, <laughs> to, to push our product. So we're doing really well with our listeners uh, we're, we've gone to different countries. So now we have listeners in Australia, four different cities in India, England, and Italy on top of the U S we want um, more countries, please. Yeah. We'd like to see more countries get, uh, listening to us. Also, uh, we've had a bunch of cool States. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're from, uh, Texas, California, um, Pennsylvania, Iowa, 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 Nebraska, yes, North Virginia. Carolina, my, <laughs> my good friend in North Carolina. She's, she's checking in. We're, we're, we're a few short, uh, a few short still, you know, there's a lot of the South. Please share. If you have relatives or friends in other States, get them listening. If, if you think this is a great show and you're getting something out of it, feel free to share with all your friends. There's links. Uh, me and Tina, we can, we can, 
get you the links and go from there. And where can we be heard, Miss Tina? We could be heard on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple. You could even find us on Facebook. But we really need you to listen and subscribe. And thank you to all of our friends that have given us feedback. And I'd like to say a special thank you to my cousin, Mary, because she's super cool and one of my biggest fans. And um, (laughs) thank you guys for listening. This has been really cool. We're having a good time with it. Please continue to listen because we want to continue to have these shows. Yes, ma'am. And uh, I'll give my special shout out to my mom because she's she's listened to all the shows she caught up uh last couple of uh weeks ago and thanks mom and and she's super happy because she can listen to it on her alexa (laughs) so she you can tell alexa if you want to to listen to this show and it actually comes up so on that as i always like to say this is a show about opinions so whatever you do don't get this twisted they're just opinions uh for uh miss tina i am the professor we will uh see you next week thanks for listening (laughs) 